This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Today on CityCast Boise... This time of year can be a lot, but we've got your back. Local therapist Ayako Atoni is here to build up our holiday mental health toolbox. We talk anxiety, boundaries, and is it okay to get a little hibernating this time of year? Just a heads up, this episode does include a mention of suicide. If you or someone you know is in crisis, text or call 988. It's Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Hi, Ayako. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Emma. I'm super happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Last night when I got off work, I felt like I was being pranked because it was dark already. And I feel like everybody kind of feels like that. So just to start us out, is it kind of okay and normal for people to sort of like feel kind of like hibernate this time of year? Of course. Like you kind of stole my word for that in a sense. <laughs> yeah, it's dark and it's cold and it's winter and that's just depressing. <laughs> yeah. And it can kind of feel like, I know, I'm sure it's on this time of year, a lot of people's minds, but like with this gloomy winter weather, yeah. like what can you tell us about seasonal depression? How how common is it? And like, how do we, what do we do to drag ourselves out of the Boise inversion blues? It's quite common, I would say. And um, especially, the, you know, this time of year in December and like there is this pressure to be like, joyful about the holiday and you've heard of the seasonal affective disorder the sad mm -hmm. just thinking about us as creature of um, kind, kind of like animals and we all you know all the animals usually they if they can they hibernate and we can't hibernate um, we are <laughs> we are expected to function as normal in the sense and that's a little bit like asking so much of ourselves that makes me feel better because I always, this time of year, I always feel guilty because like last night, my kids were making fun of me because at 730, I was like, well, good night. I'm going up to bed. And they were like, it's, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? It's 730. And I was like, I know, I know, but I want to yeah. go to bed at eight. Like I didn't go to sleep at eight, but I went to bed at 730. Yeah, it's dark. It's <laughs> yeah. dark. It's time to go to rest. It's time yeah. to, yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a little grizzly bear. I'm just a sleepy bear and I'm going to bed. Mm -hmm. um, I used to get a ton of anxiety around the holidays. And I know that's also really common. It's such a stressful time of year for people like money worries and family drama and feeling super over booked like what are some ways you recommend people can like de-stress their December mm -hmm. my first thing to go to is to really be aware of it and accept it and um, be nice about it be kind to all these anxiety or the sadness or um, just the yucky feelings without judging let's not judge like judging just doesn't do anything 
also lower expectations. I think there is quite a bit of expectations that we set for ourselves and maybe we set for other people, especially during holidays. Again, like be kind of be aware of that and simmer it down, like tone it down. Yeah, I love that answer because I think that is what uh, caused me a lot of anxiety before was feeling like I should feel better yeah. than I did yeah. and feeling like I I was disappointed or frustrated with myself for not being festive, for not feeling in a good mood, for feeling anxious. And and like you said, uh, try, you know, instead, just sort of like simmering it down. I love that. Mm-hmm. Simmer it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simmer it down. Um, let's talk about one of my favorite subjects, boundaries. A lot of stress for people comes from feeling like they like turn into like a kid version of themselves around their families, you know? Yeah. And I've found that setting boundaries with the the people we love can feel bad and scary sometimes. And I was just wondering, what are some sort of easy, healthy intro to boundaries for people can work on setting this year? Being okay to say no. Mm-hmm. I think that's so hard for a lot of us to say no. When you say boundary, like I'm thinking about our limits too, knowing your limits of how much you can handle, how much you can take. If we are lucky enough, like there's a lot of invitations for family gatherings or even the company parties, uh, holiday gatherings. And not it's not that like we don't want to attend or we don't like them it's more that just really noticing that oh that's actually over my limit you know that can be tough for people because it it you're surrounded by family maybe you have people in from out of town uh, but then, you know, there's also the other side for a lot of people. Um, not everybody has a family or they're estranged from theirs. Yeah. Can you talk Can you talk a little bit about isolation during the holidays? Mm-hmm. So isolation and in the sense, sense of grief, right? Like Thanksgiving and Christmas are so close to each other and they both have this connotation or implication of like you're supposed to spend it with your family you might not want to spend with your family or you don't have your family close by a lot of people have hard time reaching out to like maybe join other people's um, groups or it's just easy to isolate yourself and be sad yeah yeah Yeah. it, it is And I think like you mentioned grief and there's a lot of grief that can come up for people during the holidays because Mm -hmm. of lost loved ones, because of Mm -hmm. poverty, because of religious trauma. How do you recommend like people sort of sort through the grief of, of this season? Be curious and accept it, not judge it. And, um, hopefully like talk to people that you actually do like you love or the people who knows you, who can, who does hear you, who accepts you, who are safe with you, talk with those people. And of course, um, getting counseling or therapy can be a really good thing too. How about for people in recovery? I know the holidays, I mean, from my own experience, can be a really hard time to stay sober. Uh, Do you have any, like, you know, recommendations for people for something to reach for just in that moment, you know, where they're Mm. maybe they're at a holiday party, everyone's Mm -hmm. drinking and it's really Mm -hmm. tempting. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. Again, be nice, right? To 
noticing those urges or noticing that like difficulty that you're feeling. And if you have people with you that um, you can confide in, you can just kind of say, oh, I'm having a hard time. This is difficult. Um, can you step out with me? Um, also, lots of alternatives these days, the non-alcoholic um, drinks and kind of knowing what you like to drink at those gatherings um, can be helpful, I think. What do you do? Uh, it's not as an issue so much anymore. Um, I've been in recovery about a decade now. When I first started, I will recommend uh, against substituting with ginger ale just because when I first got sober, I would drink as much ginger ale as I did beer. <laughs> and I would end up having like six ginger ales and be like, oh, it's not, you know. <laughs> it's not bad, but I guess that's, yeah, not, a lot of sugar, yeah. I guess. It's like yeah. maybe LaCroix, reach for the LaCroix <laughs> rather than something sugary, which is, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's my um, advice probably. Yeah. Um, can you give us just like a little, you know, basic mental health toolbox people can reach for this season when they're struggling? I, I like acceptance and kindness to yourself, mm -hmm. being non-judgmental. What else mm -hmm. do you have for us? Um, so this is also for mental health and physical health, but um, getting sleep, getting rest. Oh, that's a I, good one. Yeah, I just think it's so underrated. And, you know, we talked about the hibernation and kind of pull like our body and minds pull to rest we need more of it during this season um so that's that's something that i go to and make sure like oftentimes with my clients like how are you sleeping are you sleeping i love staying up at night like it's just kind of my time to do things but i am very aware of that actually taking away my sleep. So I'm intentional and in, like, as you said, like going to bed early enough to get enough sleep and listening to my body in that sense. Also, like maybe getting the happy light. As I said, the seasonal depression can come from the lack of light. So getting more sunlight as much as possible. It's hard because it's cold. You can't just go outside and, um, be in the cold but you can go for a walk for 10 minutes moving your body and when I say that that doesn't have to be exercise it doesn't have to be going to the gym or going for a run um, it can just be as I said like walking or stretching in the in the house doing yoga um, even like dancing in your room by yourself why not and <laughs> if you felt silly um feel silly yeah that's back to number two not being judgmental so that's yes good. <laughs> exactly yeah thank you for yeah circling that back um being creative so mm. that part of the brain that is imaginative and creative is like same area that can be anxious and worry and ruminate when you're being creative you are so in the moment that can really suck out the air of worrying about stuff or the ruminating on something mm. and when I say creative I know that so many people say like well I'm not creative and I'm like well I think we all 
can be creative. Like it doesn't have to have this beautiful painting at the end of being creative. Like you can be cooking, you can be baking. Um, maybe you can create a playlist that's creative. So yeah, those things do puzzles, read fiction, um, play video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there are so many games that are more like, yeah, creative, imaginative world, right? Like mm -hmm. you, I don't play very much, but I know that you can be a part of a story. What I found one way to process uh, emotion a lot of times is I'm such a verbal person. I try to do mm -hmm. everything verbally or mm -hmm. mentally, intellectually, but art therapy lets you process things in a completely different way that yes. that maybe is more subconscious. So I've found that really helpful. That's a great suggestion. So what are some resources in Boise and in Idaho that people should know about, some mental health resources? I want to make sure that I mention the um, suicide hotline which now is 988, and you really don't have to feel suicidal. Like you can feel maybe just overwhelmed by feelings and um, just a sense of loneliness. I'm a counselor, so I, like, of course I go to, yeah, go get a therapist, go get counseling, uh, why not? But as you said, um, when you know that you are a verbal processor, reach out to your people and talk about things and do things with them. Yeah, I feel like that was something during COVID a lot of us forgot was really helpful. And like a few weeks ago when I was having a hard time, I happened to run into a friend and we talked for like two hours. And later I felt so good. And I was like, yeah, of course you right. do. Right. <laughs> Why did you forget that talking to a friend feels yeah. amazing? Like, yeah, that's, that's been a pretty basic skill since you were like 10 years old that you used to have. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And before you head out, the Treasure Valley-based Crush the Curve says they're going beyond the COVID services they provided during the pandemic, turning their attention to another health crisis in Idaho. They've created a mental health directory that helps people find substance abuse treatment, crisis response, and more, with language, age, and payment ability filters. You can find out more at crushthecurveidaho.com. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. Don't miss a special episode this week with Morning Edition's George Prentice, where he tells me about two soon-to-be-released movies that are a must-watch for Boise film buffs. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye!